Here's an idea. What if every movie took place in the same universe? Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. What up? It's your boy, Rich Mike. Yo, it's Armand. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. Yo, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Start the recording. Yeah, not much, man. And um, let's record. Back to work. It feels good. Oh, yeah. Corona-free. Corona-free. Mm-hmm. I'm alive, baby. I beat it. Better than I ever. Was, <laughs> I did. Well, uh, I'm kind of jealous. Wait, what did you say, Lee? I'm kind of like jealous that you got it because now, like, I feel like a weight, such a weight is lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, and now I'm I'm stronger than you. My immune system's stronger than yours. So. Well, that's yeah. why I made you kiss me last week. Yeah, that's what it was. I, I was just happy you let me kiss you. <laughs> Armand didn't even have Corona. He just knew that you would make him kiss kiss you. It's been a ruse this whole time. He went to the doctor. He faked his results like I did to get out of airbnb i've been (laughs) yeah that's funny i've been kissing covid cases all over (laughs) chicago kissing covid's your charity that you started i was was there i was trying to do some alliteration but i couldn't make chicago a covid you spelled covid COVID with a k K. i spelled kissing with a c (laughs) oh that's good because you don't want kkk in there (laughs) (laughs) thank you I, i got like a i got like a a storage unit like in um filled with a bunch of theories like all along the wallpapers and stuff like in um uh true detective, the first oh. yeah that or two but yeah like like that and there's just theories of like how i can kiss Leahy, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you've been waiting till the since you, you started like, been... swine flu that didn't pan out yeah. bad cow didn't work but finally well, with COVID. well i mean i it it was me I, I in grammar school my name they gave me a nickname called chink boy because whenever i'd smile it looked like my eyes were closed <laughs> and uh this is in like sixth grade um oh uh, i thought it was because you were like really good at math or something <laughs> no no um no i know exactly why they were <laughs> they weren't creative exactly enough. why you're your school of, of cretins <laughs> it was actually monsters. the girls too that they, they they're the monsters but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm the one who ate the bat soup. So sorry, world, not bad. Armand's the first eco terrorist on accident, <laughs> just trying to kiss a man, kiss a yeah. guy. <laughs> That's the only way his dad will let him do it. Is if yeah. <laughs> if he's trying to get a better immune system to be more manly. Yeah. <laughs> I did another pod earlier today. Uh, Ooh. A buddy's Ooh. pod, and his name is uh, Brendan, and it's called the Send It Pod, and uh, it was fun. But we. We got talking that Corona beer slogan should be a uh, find your beach instead of find your beach. Your beach? <laughs> yeah, like a like a BJ, a beach. Oh. <laughs> find your beach. I thought it had something to do with Corona, uh, with COVID. Yeah. Dude, this uh, this woman I matched with on Hinge messaged me uh, a quote from the podcast, and uh, she <laughs> she listened. So I'm out here getting getting listeners. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, God, man! Shout out to her. Yeah, and she right? listened to the the Fifty Shades episode. So, oh, and that's recent. She, she must me, that came out today. It was probably our guest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she uh she sent me some BDSM survey that I need to listen or need to take. Ooh, nice. So, to hey, see it's all cool about learning new to, things, you know. To see if you're cool enough to get invited to the parties. Oh, I wish there's a or chill enough. A, there's a big sex party in New York. It was in the news. They got shut down. It was in out in Queens. There was like 60 mattresses in a place. Oh, uh, shit. And it got sh- no masks, a bunch of condoms, which is like, seems I, no masks, but condoms, yeah. whatever. Uh, Could you like I put the it, condom around your face? Would that technically be a mask? I did that the other night uh, or a couple weeks ago with a, with a girl. She, she had me make a dental dam just to try it out. It was like yeah. a science experiment. It was weird. Interesting. She cut, you, she cut you, it with scissors. Yeah, she. I stretched it out like like saran wrap, like I was about to make a little chicken cutlet, <laughs> and then I stretched stretched it over and did did the thing. And because uh, she said she'd never tried it, but she teaches sex ed for her students. So I'm confused. Actual, Wait, what was did it an you actual do? dental dam? <laughs> well, it was it was a DIY. What are you talking about? You MacGyver you a condom about? into just you're licking the inside of a condom. No, no, no. She. It was a DIY dental dam. It's how you make a dental dam if you don't have one you take a condom and you cut it up into like a square and then you can 
you know, place it on the puss region, if you will, the, and the nether do, region. And then you do do your thing. So and like uh, you're so it's it's like if you're going down on a girl, you like put a condom in between your face so that way you don't like touch her. Basically, but it's like a flat because you know it's your face is in a penis shaped <laughs> like condoms are. <laughs> trying to like jam your head in <laughs> I get it. But, I get it now. I get it now. Yeah. I asked her, it it I could like, have just been like a plastic bag even. Yeah, yeah. I was a Walmart sack. <laughs> but I asked her, I was like, how'd that feel? And she goes, about the same. And I was like, I feel like that's insulting to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, can't, it can't feel the same. <laughs> Come on. I think it's actually a little better. <laughs> it feels, yeah, I like that I can feel what you're doing less. That's, that's, uh, that's appreciated. Like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so she's you should, like she's like listen i would have gotten off either way yeah, yeah. you should if, if you're no i'm not i'm not getting off no matter what so, <laughs> no matter what you do that's why you're so hard to please because your girlfriend current girlfriends ask you how was that and you're like about the same <laughs> yeah it's like whatever i'm just happy to be here <laughs> that's hard have you ever been with a girl and she's like what do you what do you want me to do and i'm like we're doing it baby <laughs> sex this is cool <laughs> I'm having so much fun <laughs> you asking is, that is more than i thought i was gonna get <laughs> this is the coolest thing i could imagine i don't know <laughs> i don't know what you want it's sex baby we're doing it <laughs> that was a big uh big topic in uh in the breakfast club a lot of a lot of sex talk a lot of virgin talk yeah yeah um before we dive into that do you guys want to uh do you guys watch any movies or any cool tv shows this week anything fun I kind of watched, I feel like I watched a decent amount. Um, yeah, uh, I watched The Da Vinci Code. I watched that Coherence movie again. Both awesome. Which one's Coherence? Uh, I've never Co- seen either of those. So Coherence, The Da Vinci Code is with Tom Hanks. I, I know I know what it's yeah, yeah. about. Um, Coherence is, um, I think I told you guys about it before. Um, it's a super low budget film. Um, it's literally only in one house. Um, and then there's a couple scenes outside, but not really but it's basically a comet passes over and then some like crazy shit happens uh, but it's fucking it's dope it's a really good movie i think you guys would enjoy it and it to the list right now yeah i'll check it out i watched, I watched a couple it. episodes of the undoing which one which, is that, uh, that again yeah. yeah it's hbo it's like uh david e kelly the director of pretty little eyes which i didn't watch uh it's very popular right now it's six episodes it's all done i've only seen half of them but Nicole right. Kidman's a therapist and Hugh Grant's her husband. And there's a murder in like their upscale Manhattan uh, community. And it's about salt, like people are being accused of different things. Nicole Kidman plays a red haired um, like therapist. So you're already on board. Yeah. Come on, man. Like I was watching it. She's like talking to her patients and I'm like, if Nicole Kidman, she's such a good therapist too. I was like, Nicole Kidman being a therapist almost makes me want to go see a therapist. You should go see my old therapist in Chicago. Yeah, and beat him up. No, it's a it's a lady, and uh, she'd beat you up. She's uh, she's pre- she's pretty attractive, but also just this real funny kind of mean black lady, and uh, it was oh, awesome. She yeah. she kind of like make fun of me a little bit, and I was like, good. I'm glad we're I'm glad we're like serious, but also you know. Yeah, having fun. Calm. Yeah, we're having fun here. Yeah. How many times did you cry to her? Never cried. I, I, I might have gotten close. Never, never yeah. actually cried. But sometimes I'd be like nervous on the way there, being like, I don't know if I have anything to talk about. Like I don't have any mm-hmm. like trauma to talk about. But she'd find it. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, how do you? How does that work? How do, how does it? I've never had a therapist before, but I've always like just been interested in how like the process works and how they get you to like talk out and figure out whatever's going on. Well, I you're paying sometimes- for it, baby. Yeah, I think some, sometimes like I would bring certain things that I like wanted to talk about or figure out. And other times I think she would just kind of be silent and then I would just continue talking. And that's kind of just how it works. It's like she just like listens and maybe asks like one small question and then you just kind of keep going. You're like, well, I think it's because of this. And then like you talk and you get and then you get embarrassed of what you just said. And you're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, that's it's I feel like it's kind of just being like in a judgment free zone where you can kind of it's like a planet fitness. Or yeah. like a <laughs> judgment free baby. They're they're but they're judging, but it's only for, for you. Like it's no one else, and then it's so yeah. that kind of makes it judgment free. No, yeah, I was I was kind of like girl. emotional sex workers. 
I was with this girl for a bit and she is a th- she's a therapist. And so she would, <laughs> what she would do to, it was, it was like funny because I, I feel like she would tell me like certain things, but also like sometimes we were hanging out. I'm like, are you, are you, uh, are you trying to like oh, yeah. work, work on me right now? Like you what's going on? <laughs> yeah. You get in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken around. Speaking of therapists, I watched uh, Silence of the Lambs last night. And, <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, so good. Me either. And it's just such an incredible movie. But it just made you realize uh, it was really hard for a, for a while it, to be trans. You actually had to make the woman's skin. You had to take the skin and sew it together to make a skin suit. So we've come a long way from that. Yeah, Elliot Page. Elliot yeah, Page. Yeah, I'm if, if, she was born, if she was born 20 years ago, she would have had to murder a bunch of men, cut off their skin and their little penises to sew together one extra long penis Yeah, and then wear it around to uh, the Oscars. On, I, I just thought of this. On Twitter, I follow a, a comedian, uh, Rhea Butcher, who was on, is on my favorite podcast. And he, he I think, now tweeted like three Are days they- ago. Is he a they or are they a he? Three days ago, when she was definitely a she, like tweeted something not as long as Elliot Page's tweet, but something kind of like, like, I'm proud to be gay and like ended it with I'm also trans or something like that. And I'm wondering if there's a secret trans community of uh, Hollywood high life getting together. Because why would she post that a couple of days before? Yeah. yeah, Ellen Page's yeah. Elliot Page's post. What do you think well, about this Mi- coming out? Missy Elliot Page. What do you think about Ooh, that? Ooh, I kind of like that. I, I, I gotta like... shave my cha cha. Free to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and you work it. Work. And you work it. Gotta cut my dick off and work it. And reverse it. <laughs> Ooh, I gotta. Yeah, dude. Good. I mean, good i'm glad we're in a place in a society where people can uh can do that and it's like just do it yeah be happy yeah be happy, it's cool baby. be happy be healthy we had a we had a scripty um or i know a scripty who recently changed and it was cool it was kind of cool to kind of pick her brain or pick his brain about oh, yeah. it um but I, yeah. I i always caught myself like fucking up and saying her and i was like i'm sorry i i'm not an asshole i'm just a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't think I really don't think. Yeah, but you mo- saying that is like better than like seventy five percent of people. That's yeah. It's like yeah. I really don't think the people that I know that are like trans or non binary and stuff. Sometimes I'll I'll slip up and then I'll like correct myself, and they really like as long as you're like making an effort or whatever. Or if they correct you and you don't say well sorry or like whatever, yeah. like they don't care. It's just like. Oh, just be, just be a nice person. Like if, if yeah. I call, if I went up to you, Mike, and I said, Hey, Mark. And you're like, it's Mike. I wouldn't be like, well, fuck you. <laughs> then, <dude." laughs> Fucking prick. Wow. <laughs> you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought you were Mark this whole time. <laughs> but, which, uh, I texted Mark <laughs> this <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Uh, but Armand, I haven't told you yet. I my dad drove me to the St. Louis airport and uh, to fly back to New York. And I don't know if you guys do this. I always have the best talks with my dad in the car. And uh, another comic I know I think has done this as a bit, so I can't claim it as my own. But it's great to talk to your dad in the car because you can look straight forward. It's like the best dad conversations are when you can like stare at the TV or when you can like look out at the at the road when you don't have to like look at each other, but you can like say what you want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about like life and growing up and like having kids and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, one day if you, you know, have a partner, uh, be that a wife or whatever. (laughs) 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 And and I, I was sitting there and I just go what like and then he just like kept going and like it was nothing and it just made me laugh so hard like wait why would he why would he say that (laughs) like and it it was cool that he slipped it in like i think it's because i'll tell him like so you go on any dates i'm like yeah i went on a couple they were fine and then i'll tell like an hour story about like talking to you guys (laughs) 
So yeah, sometimes sometimes the stories I have with you guys or other friends, I just throw like a chick, a woman in there as well, just so my dad said he's like, oh, okay, thank goodness. All right, good. There's women there. That's that's nice to know. Yeah, and I don't even think that was like, like Eric and uh, Armand, uh, Saint samantha uh, <laughs> but you really mean scully <laughs> yeah yeah well, if one of us is trans then that that would help our our dads yeah <laughs> I, that's never mind not my dad not my president yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i saw a uh, i saw a trump sign uh on my way back to st louis in this small town that said trump is still my president and it was like okay whatever i don't that's whatever you're wrong but like <laughs> It's uh, like, yeah, until, until January 20th or whatever the, yeah, fuck yeah. the day is. But four years ago, there's all these people that are like, Trump's not my president, hashtag not my president. And they're all like, get over it. Get used to it. It's like, just realize that you're the same person. Like you both, you just care about different things, but you're both whiny and annoying. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't but, care what you think. You don't have to yeah. like shout it out to the world, you know? And they had it like a big the, banner in front of their yard. It's like, just get a personality. Like. Like actually like care about like issues and stuff, but like caring just about your, the presidential candidates, such a loser move. Like yeah. do something, go out and do something. Yeah. You know, but actually I shouldn't tell them that. Cause they probably go like burn a cross or something. Yeah. Something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Go out there, Get out there and do, and do something. Kill someone, protest. <laughs> Come <it>. on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think? Should we dive into the, uh, to the breakfast club? Yeah, absolutely. I, I fucking love, love this movie. Oh, was, too, man. I saw I saw it a, a while ago, but um, for some reason, watching it again, it was just uh, it was just fucking cool, man. It, I remember really it being well written movie than it was. Yeah, you remember and it being worse than it was? Way worse. I it, in my head, it was not a great movie, and like because I I love the like explosions and fights scenes and stuff. Of course, this movie is packed with montages, though. Mm-hmm. It was way better when I watched it all the way through. I, it's like a TV movie, you know. Yeah, there's like there's good highs and lows. Uh, a lot of like, I mean, they just did such a good like parallel of like the teacher and the janitor talking to each other, like adults. And now, like, I can appreciate the adult side of things a little more too, and the high school side. Yeah, or, like in exactly. that weird like middle side, they. John Hughes, the director who also did like Home Alone and a bunch of other movies, he captures like childhood and adolescence and like family stuff so well. Uh, like I think he has a line in like maybe in Home Alone or one of the John Hughes movies where he's like, uh, how you feel about your family is complicated or something. And it's just like, that's all you need to say. Like, of course it is. Yeah. Such a, yeah. Such a good, good writer. I, yeah. I like how he really like, like how you basically just like how you were saying, it's like, we're all, we're all the same. You know, you just do different things or you believe in different things. It's like every single one of those kids were the same, except very, very different, but very much similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just goes to show like in high school, everyone hates their parents. Pretty Like yeah. I was trying to think like now I, I, it, I couldn't connect to that side of the high school part of it. Because now, like, everyone I know gets along enough with their parents or is old enough to not, like, be yeah. controlled by them enough or care enough. And well, But, like, in high school, I was like, yeah, I knew – I kind of knew every single one of these characters. Well, nowadays, you got, like, kids doing TikToks with their parents, and that just, like, wasn't a thing back then, you know? Yeah, it's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't dream of asking my dad to be like, hey, dad, you want to, like, dance – with me in front of my well, phone when they're well when their kids making like a million dollars a year or yeah. more yeah. from tiktok then yeah 18 year old kids yeah well i think john mulaney has a bit about how uh like when you hear someone be like oh me and my mom were best friends it's like oh so they weren't really they weren't good parents <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the cool parents in high school like i don't yeah. know it's like we can uh you guys can drink we just want you to do it here it's like it's one thing to let your own kids drink but to be the parents that are like having all the other teenagers over and giving them booze it's like who are you trying to impress here like yeah exactly if it's like a family get together or something maybe but like just throwing the parties i loved getting invited to those parties and i didn't always but uh whenever i like some people maybe walked out of those parties and were like 
man, I can't wait to be the cool parent when I grew up. Uh, I walked out of those parties and I was like, these fucking idiot parents. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. When I have kids, I'm not letting them do shit. Yeah. And they're, and they're shouldering all the blame or all yeah. the risk too. For, for gonna, nothing. They're going to do nothing. They can't yeah. even get laid by the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to get laid. Not, yeah. You can't even bang the kids. When, I feel like when I'm a parent, I'm going to be like, you guys are going to go to the store and fish just like I did and ask some random dude to get you some beer. And then you're going to freeze your dick off at the tracks and drink. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I played a mister was uh, in Michigan and the dude stole our 50 bucks and ran out the back door. You get, what did you guys call it? Hey, mister. Or are you just waiting hey, outside? Mister. The, ah. Hey, mister. <laughs> we called it fishing, going fishing. Called it uh, cruising, cruising for dudes. <laughs> hey, mister, why don't you get in this van? Why don't you help me move this couch into a van, please? Yeah. Well, it's it's funny how it's it's funny how like that that topic of like, you, you know, you like you, you if you're if you're best friends with your parents, your parents are like shitty. Obviously, that's like not true, but it's it's like a pretty good idea, you know. Or uh, just yeah. a smart kid that yeah, exactly. under, like wasn't irresponsible or something. But the one line that I really liked from the movie was Emilio Estevez when he's like, was like, yeah, well, obviously, like you don't get along with your parents. Like that's why kids, that's why kids grow up and like leave their home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that was a pretty the, good one. When, uh, when Carl, the janitor and, uh, and Dick, the teacher were talking and he goes, the kids they are changing. He goes, no, they haven't. You have like, the kids have always been the same. They're always going to like be fucking be, assholes. <laughs> yeah. They're, and like not want to listen to you. Like I'm in a weird spot. My mom works at the high school and she'll like come home and tell these like stories about the students. And I'm like on her side because I've grown up enough to understand like that the way kids act is wrong. But I'm like, you got to realize this kid that keeps yelling in class, he's a nerd or like he's a dork and he wants people to like him. Like, yeah. like feel feel bad for him like pull him aside and be like hey man like like stop like that's this isn't like you'll be cool in college probably but like this isn't the time <laughs> yeah. when i was a camp counselor i i wasn't it wasn't like high schoolers but there were it was like middle school sometimes as well and like it there was some very like cringy awkward situations where like so often like the quiet or, or nerdy kid or like fringe kid of the cool crew was like doing these things and I'm I, I know what he's doing and it you can't even inter you can't interrupt that it's just that's childhood he's never yeah. gonna get it until he learns well, yeah I've always said that I've like I've bombed on stage doing stand-up uh you know countless times but bombing in a classroom when you when you lob a joke in the middle of class or something when it's not meant to be when there's when you're like in the middle of a lecture and you and you yell something out and no one laughs and they all just stare at you like you're doing this again that hurts worse than any bomb i've ever had on stage but the inverse is the time that i've thrown out a line in class and disrupted the whole class for 10 minutes laughing in a time where I'm not supposed to. And sometimes the teacher even smiles because it's that good. No, no better feeling in the world. I'll hold yeah. on to those forever. Yeah. There was I'll, I'll, I'll be tr trying to get into the movie. Judd uh, plays Bender. The, like the, so the, the crew is, there's five members of the crew, all different stereotypes of high school. We'll get into this in a second. But Judd Nelson, I think, he plays like the criminals. Uh, like the wild man and he's like being like weirdly aggressively flirting with uh with molly ringwald yeah, yeah with, with ringwald and that reminded me when i was in high school my buddy alex uh mistake he and that's why i, I was big with the with the african-american community in my high school because he was always like just aggressively but like kind of like being mean but like nicely asking people questions about their lives and they're like just getting in getting into conversations with them and it may and i was good friends with him so then i got in with it as well and it's like just asking people questions about yourself even if it's aggressively or inappropriate and like making a fool of yourself kind of like judd nelson did it does get people to like you i was kind of confused by the motivation why everyone kept talking but he does like go around and like asks like like kind of pressuring questions but it's as a joke as well and he know like it's i i finally understood that and 
that's why all the black women were like, oh, what's up, Brad? And I was like, oh, come on, girl. Come on. <laughs> so, dude, How's your dad? I don't think that uh, Judd Nelson or uh, Bender's character knows how emotionally evolved that he was as it like he's doing that that act out where he's pretending to be him and his dad. That's like mm -hmm. an extremely like in uh, like inventive therapy session that like yeah, Shia dude. LaBeouf had to make a movie to do. <laughs> like, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like he seemed like way ahead of his time. Well, I think, yeah, I think he had to be. Kid. I was yeah, wondering like, how, like, how old were these kids in this movie? Like, well, I was waiting to see, there's a part where uh, they're all going around telling each other like what they did to be in detention. And I wanted them to be like, I'm in detention because I'm 30. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here at school. <laughs> So I'm 30 years old. Uh, Judd yeah. Nelson was 25 and uh, Molly Ringwald, shit. Uh, she was 16 and turned 17 during filming. But so I'm guessing she was 17 at the time of their kiss at the end. Yeah, that's kind of weird. He's 25 kissing even, a 17-year-old. I didn't even think about the actors. I meant the characters. Even in the, in the movie, oh, yeah. he seems too old. Like she might be a freshman in high school. He's like a third-year senior or something like that. Well, I think, yeah. I think they're all the same age. But they're just, I guess, I guess their school is just really big, so they don't really know each other. Yeah. But they know of each other. Fair enough. That school is enormous in those chase yeah. scenes. Fucking well, insane. Up, the library was an, ridiculous. It's an eight-hour detention, too. That's yeah. a wild Saturday detention. You guys never got Saturdays before? Yeah, but no, not was, for an eight-hour. I was a goody two-shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I was an eight-hour. Detention in my life. Were you? I, I, oh, I didn't have that many. Not in uh, high school. I was always uh, – I was just lobbing jokes, being a prankster. Yeah. Uh, but they were like a Saturday detention, I think it was like three hours max or something. It was like eight to noon or something. Nothing, yeah. Not an eight yeah. hour detention. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, you guys know me, but like going to an all guy school, I, I, I didn't feel the need to like compete with anyone because there's just so many fucking assholes that would get the detentions and be like, ah, right, well, I mean. And also, there's yeah. no there's no women to impress, so it's like, why? Yeah, what's the point exactly. of pulling pranks? Right, you're just putting your dicks in each other's pockets. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just good fun. Yeah. It's uh, just... Here's a here's an idea. I want to see the Breakfast Club as a heist. Like Ooh. they all show up five years later. Bender's in some real trouble, and then he he's like, "I got the crew for the job. Mm -hmm. I need." the nerd i need the distraction pretty girl uh the damsel in distress you know and I, I need the klepto who's gonna like she's matt damon I mean, in oceans 11 stealing wallets and stuff dude i never even thought of it but like we we said the when we were watching scream the the horror uh or or the faculty like the the nerd the virgin the bad mm -hmm. boy the athlete that's also the perfect heist crew as well that's the heist yeah. crew formula too fast and furious uh you got Vin Diesel, the muscle the man, the talker, the the athlete, the the muscle. Yeah, it's always it's perfect. Yeah. Damn, I don't. That's insane. I don't even know. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. That's that is a perfect heist. I mean, I think I think I had it in my head, but until you said it, now it didn't all come together, and it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it feels real good. This I, I wanted to ask you guys. Originally, I was going to try and think of like, so so the crew is we got the nerd, Anthony Michael Hall, we got the princess, the popular girl. Molly Ringwald, we got the crazy goth, psycho smoking hot chick, Ali Sheedy. We got John Nelson, uh, the criminal, and then we got Emilio Estevez, the athlete. So I was thinking like trying marry, fuck, kill, like sleep next to, and do a podcast with of those five. But then I thought your ideal. So we did like the faculty, like cabin in the woods. Now we think of the heist. Your ideal perfect five crew team past present future of nerd cheerleader okay slash virgin bad boy slash talker slash criminal are we are we going high school age or uh as adults yeah as adults so as now adults? that you got the heist in my mind i'm thinking five best five person heist crew but with that in mind cheerleader now also are we doing just like nerd, who we think who we think can play that role or like characters from movies characters from movies Ooh. okay i want uh i want memphis reigns uh from uh nick cage and gone in 60 seconds to be like the uh the talker wheel man guy yep wheel man 
You know, he was almost Bender, uh, but he was too expensive. I read that in the trivia. What? Seriously? Yeah, he was at the time. He was too expensive for the role. Now he's known as the Million Dollar Man. He'll do any movie for a million dollars. Guys, we let's bring one more year. I'll have a million dollars. Yeah, put him in your movie. Dude, what if we? What if we just had him like hang out with us for two months and like and just had a camera going and that, like yeah, it's a movie. It's it's a documentary about you just hanging out with us. Pretty cool, huh? That would be amazing. Wait, guys, should we do it? I I think we could put we got some rich friends. I think we could put the. I think we could invest. I think there's a worse way to spend a million dollars. Besides, I wonder. Yeah, how long? How much cage time it would get us? Um, okay all right you got so, nick cage is your real man your bender uh who's think, your ath- uh, who's your athlete paul lance harbour who's your tough man from from varsity blues <laughs> paul walker also my wheel man and my best man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your hot cheerleader virgin mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Tyra from uh, Friday Night Lights as the cheerleader, or as the bad girl, uh, goth girl, klepto. Ooh. Because she's not a cheerleader. She's bad, but she's good. She <laughs> Wait, good? is that Landry killed the dude for? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. This is a crew. All right, who else we need? Uh, uh, princess. So. Nerd, you got to get Hugh Jackman from Swordfish. And you know what? He's also your real man and your athlete. And he can get a he can get a blowjob and still write code. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall can never pull that off. No way. He did have a boner in the movie though. They see him. He stares what? at Molly. You didn't see that part? No. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He stares at Molly Ringwald, and then they show his crotch, and he adjust, he adjusts himself. He's <laughs> a little kid boner. And then he puts his like hat on his on his pants. He's a cherry. Yeah. <laughs> gross, gross thing to call somebody. <laughs> the, the, I would, like these old movies, like not another teen movie. If someone's bullying you, you either just call them gay or virgin, and it yeah. immediately de-escalates the situation. Yeah. Well, they I think this, they're like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I think I want to nominate this movie for uh, the quickest uh, fag in a movie, like written it was within thirty seconds. Yeah. And it's just movies have high school and movies have changed. It's crazy. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I feel like you do can't, not see that. Not that you can't say it anymore, but I feel like no one. I feel, says like, it I feel anymore. like you just like, don't want to as, anymore. Exactly. Like, it's just yeah. Not, it's just not cool anymore. You know, it doesn't feel yeah. good coming out the mouth. Yeah. It really doesn't. All right. Uh, last one is our, our princess, our uh, L L Woods from Legally Blonde. Holland. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. You're a nerd too. Hold on, though. Is this an all-white crew? Because if so, we gotta change some stuff. We gotta change some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta replace the movie feel with either. Hugh Jackman's Australian, so he's kind of (laughs) off-white. I've heard of off. I've heard of off-putting, but not off-white. I've heard of off-white before. I think. Maybe. uh... Let's see. Beyonce in that movie where she uh somebody's like trying to like steal her man or something and she beats the shit out of her what's that movie is that a movie <laughs> wait, wait, wait 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 say it again no it's like revenge yeah, revenge yeah it, I mean it, no it's not called that it's something it's, like that uh, enough is it, are you talking about J-Lo no well, get J-Lo from Hustlers in uh J-Lo's pretty much and is the bad girl yeah yeah no, dude, she's still Jenny from the block, dude. Don't get it twisted. Let's see. Um, damn get that, uh, it's get tough. Um, Marshala Ali from Moonlight. Yeah. Uh, All right. it, as a uh, wheel man. We get, we get Marilyn Manson to play the crazy goth. We get Aquafina to play the nerd. I need Aquafina in all Aquafina. my dreams. <laughs> I, I, I rewatched uh, The Farewell. Have you seen that with Aquafina? I, nope. Oh, it's I, good. You should check it out. Uh, she's, she's good. She's the voice of the seven train sometimes. Where she, 
where she goes, hey, it's Nora from Queens. You're on the seven train. And we're all like, shut up, Aquafina. <laughs> why, are you t- why are you talking to us? Aquafina knew that New York needed something to bond them together. And it was hating her voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since, yeah, after, it's been too long since 9-11. New York needed another one. That's a good point. What do you, uh... okay, is that the crew? Who, who's our crew? We got Aquafina as the nerd. We got L Woods as the cheerleader. Nick Cage as the wheelman. We got Marilyn Manson as the crazy goth. And we got Lance Harbor, captain of the football team, as our Emilio Estevez. There we go. I like it. Put them all in detention like and just watch what happens. Yeah. <laughs> See some cool dancing. Does that type of journey happen every detention? It kind of seemed like it was a normal thing. Well, so at, that's, I was wondering the same thing because at the end, they've obviously went through this big transformation and then uh, four of the five are, ki- are smooching each other and then they get in the car with their parents. That like, blew my it, mind. If you were a parent and then you like are picking your kid up from detention and they're just sucking face with somebody in the parking lot, I'd be like, yeah, what the hell kind of school is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that didn't like, it, yeah. If it was like my daughter too, like what the fuck? Yeah. yeah why are you kissing your daughter? And also <laughs> Anthony Michael all just kisses the essay they write. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah dude. over. God. Everyone gets a matchup and they're just, or uh, yeah, like a love matchup and, they're just like why don't you write the essay anthony but but i think i think he kissed the essay because he knew that in the future he's going to get invited to cool parties because of what he did and he's going to find a lucky lady is that how you uh you your pickup line in high school you go to girls and be like hey have you seen the breakfast club you want to kiss the essay (laughs) (laughs) no but i should that's awesome i thought you were gonna say write that down he got invited to cool parties and got uh, felt up by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Ooh, hey, I'll take I'll take either or. Isn't, isn't he the guy? Yeah, yeah, he was who felt up. Who felt up? Uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, isn't Kevin? Sp- no, didn't Kevin Spacey feel up Anthony Michael Hall? He felt up somebody. So. He was like fourteen or something. I thought it was the Corys. Or no, the Corys were Michael Jackson. Yeah. We still need to watch that movie about Corey Feldman where it's it's the title is just like rape or something. Something yeah. wild, right? I got raped or something like that. Crazy. I was looking on the trivia section that there's a bunch of scenes. Apparently there's a two and a half hour cut of this movie. And uh a lot of like the negatives of the film got like burnt up or something, but John Hughes has a full cut. Um but I was like, like to not, see that. Me too. It's not released, but there's a list of a bunch of scenes on uh uh online or on imdb trivia that did not make it into the movie and i'm trying to find this one there's one where uh the teacher goes off on all of them and tells them all what their future is going to be and says that like bender's going to kill himself and like molly ringworld's going to have her have two tit jobs and like a facelift and uh um the Anthony Michael Hall is going to have a heart attack because he's uh, working too hard at his, at his high stress job and like all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Really that, lets those teenagers have it. That Dean was very mean. Richard yeah. Vernon, AKA yeah. Dick. But I like <laughs> that they, they humanize him a little bit in that talk with Carl. And like, I like that they, uh, they show an outside perspective too with the janitor, just a good people aren't just one thing. And I love that in movies when they show that like, it's like, yeah, this jock is also, like kind of a softy and like pretty smart and like you know what yeah. I, mean? I kind of love oh, yeah. a movie where there's not like or i've begun to love movies where there's not like a big twist or like some big end lesson like if this came out now the janitor would be like fucking santa claus or something like that and like <laughs> have like laid easter like or maybe the easter bunny laid dropped or maybe hansel and gretel dropped easter egg crumbs to like lead the two people together or, or like the love story or like someone to learn a lesson or some shit like that. Yeah. It'd be like James Corden in like a crystal ball, like yeah. <laughs> controlling the whole thing. Yeah. That uh, um, at one point you were talking about Bender kind of like teasing them, but also like bringing out their like life stories. He's given uh, Claire 
Molly Ringwald a speech about how like there's two different types of fat people. And, oh like, my goodness. And all this stuff. And that one really hit me pretty hard. I was like, <laughs> oh man, I, I think of both of those. I'm a little fat, fat high school girl inside. It, it kind of amazes me that you used to be fat, Eric. You look like the type of person that's been skinny your entire life. <laughs> Thank you. I, well, I was just short. So everything like was just, just compressed more. Yeah. So a little, you, a you mean, I, I think if I see Eric, I just think this kid should be fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, somebody told me they're like, hey, you're pretty me, funny. They're like, one time I was talking to somebody and they stopped me mid-sentence. They go, hey, were you fat ever? And I was like, <laughs> what? And he's like, were you, were you fat growing up? And I was like, a little. He's like, yeah, because you're funny like a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone yeah. at least thought they were fat at one point. So like you could say, kind of say that to anyone. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a pickup line. Well, you see kids sometimes like at the pool. Uh, and then they're like, sir, what are you doing at the pool? <laughs> what are you doing at the, the pool with these binoculars? But these like little kids have abs. And I'm like, what did you do to deserve that? And then they're eating like pizza and grilled cheese or whatever. And they're just taking all my women. <laughs> I was I was one of those kids, but just, what was, didn't, what was last, but just wasn't taking any women. <laughs> last abs? time you were at the pool, yeah. what was last time you were just a little kid? <laughs> those two separate questions. At the pool, it's been a while kid jealousy this afternoon <laughs> yeah kids get to dress cool now they got like skinny jeans and nikes on yeah my, my mom dressed me like a small train conductor for the first like eight years of my life Ooh, overalls <laughs> yeah overalls little cap <laughs> the cap that's great Dude, i don't know i'll see them i'll see if i can find the picture she even like rubbed like you know coal on your yeah. face you know? <laughs> yeah you only do half the face it's yeah. cute if it's a fake beard on a kid whole face that's bad. <laughs> that'll get you kicked You're out of college. Prime Minister of Canada, yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll get you elected Prime Minister of Canada. <laughs> that uh, that part where she uh, where the klepto uh, basket LP. case girl, yeah, where she where she ate the cereal sandwich and pixie oh, sticks. Oh my god, that didn't look that bad. I think I'd I'd munch on that. Smoke no. a, little, a little bit of pot and eat this cereal sandwich. I would take a bite if someone asked me to, but I wouldn't make. I wouldn't eat that whole thing. No way. What is it? Captain? It was like Captain Crunch, um, without the berries, and yeah, the pixies. Do you think uh, weed sales went up or down after this movie? Because like the biggest moment, four out of the five of them were baked to bits. Yeah. Also, I I want to know what what Emilio Estevez <laughs> exactly, because, exactly. I, have never, I have never been that jacked up after smoking weed <laughs> he, they were all smoking together and like he was smoking by himself in the room and comes out of it and fucking tears his shirt off and does a gymnastics routine through the fucking library and is fired up I know I know people that get high and go to the gym and stuff like oh uh, uh, yeah, but they're not like dancing. You know, like, yeah. oh, I kind of, I kind of like that though because it, it was the only time I guess in like an early movie that I've seen like honest weed smoking, where it's yeah. like these people weren't just like, "Hey man, here's, can you pass me that doobie man?" Yeah, and, uh, it was just like, oh, they're giggly and like a little bit more open, and then one guy's dancing and <laughs> yeah. That's true. I, and I guess that 80s weed hit a little different, too. Dude, but... Yeah, you had to, like, find it in a ditch. You had to buy it from Sex Ed, who is... <laughs> your buddy. I, I'm your math teacher. I miss the movies that had a dance montage. It's Now it's specifically for dance movies, but, like... But that's back in the day, such, a, such a sweet dance montage. And, like, I feel like I've, I've always wanted to, like, learn how to dance, like some type of way like whether it's like fucking salsa or like fucking hip-hop you know what i mean just to be able to like move but like i i hope there's a fucking 80s dance class out there because i want to learn how to fucking jump around like them and look cool our buddy scott is getting married in a year and i on my computer or in my tabs i have saved how to do the robot dance so i can bust out (laughs) a sick move fuck uh, yeah or or do the dance from uh ex machina ex machina nice (laughs) I can't. Yeah, I, that's on my list to uh, to learn. Tear up the book. I'm about to tear up this dance floor. The Boogie Nights uh, dance. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. With a uh, Don Cheadle and like uh, Mark Wahlberg and 
That'd be a good one too. Yeah. I think at any time, if we can be at a wedding and we all start doing a care or just at a bar one night and we like kind of spot each other from across the room and like the song comes on, you're like, do you hear this too? And then you walk out and start like breaking it down. Yeah. It would, people talk about it forever for the rest it, of their lives. In these, and not tell anyone that we're practicing this in these movies or in any like dance movie, I'm always thinking like, man, these fucking dudes look cool as hell. The only reason they do that is because they have background dancers. Mm. It, it, it's all about the the choreography, the uh, synchronization, if you will. Yeah. Somebody uh, posted a video on Instagram, and it was uh, like a Chris Brown dance video from like you know early two thousands, and he's really like you know shaking it. And they took the music out and then they added in the sound of just like fabric rubbing on each other. And they're like, this is what it sounded like <laughs> without the music. And it's just like, shoo, shoo, shoo. it was so funny. You know, like, you like the sneakers, like hit the floor yeah. and shit like that. And it's like, you, you like a grunt. It's like, it's, that's so embarrassing without the music. Do that for a uh, Bruce Lee fight scene. Without the, ah, ah. yeah, just, ah, you know, he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> He's just getting off while beating dudes up. Oh yeah, fuck! Oh my fuck! I'm in a fucking shit. How hot was Ali Sheedy in this movie? Dude, maybe the first. I I liked her before and after. uh, I I was gonna say the first time ever that the the big transformation scene, and she was way less hot than the previous. Yeah, the before and after picture. Give me that before all day. Come on, dude, one hundred percent. I thought she was smoke. I wish that we could just do her hair a little different uh just to, like because Amelia Estevez says it's like I can see your face now so like tuck that back a little bit so you can see a little more of her face but I like I like her vibe I like I like she's stealing stuff she yeah. might kill you yeah she's, dude she's that a liar is, That's keeps cool. you on your toes, she's keeps you on your toes. yeah <laughs> man she uh, during that big emotional scene she tricked Ringwald into admitting she was virgin <laughs> yeah dude I she's love like, that uh I love that scene where they're all talking, telling stories, and like that part where they, Anthony Michael Hall says that he wanted to kill himself, and then he admits that it was a flare gun in his locker, and they all start like laughing at him, and then he starts laughing. That was just such like a beautiful like human moment of, like he just admitted that he's suicidal, but we're gonna laugh because it's like it the way he's it so, went down was funny. Like he's so funny. bad at it, yeah, yeah, and. Oh, what do you guys think about this? That uh, when they all go to smoke pot and first uh, Emilio Estevez is all against it, like, hey, Wastoy, can't smoke your doobies in here or whatever. And then finally everybody goes and then he just like puts his head down and goes and does it. Like that's also the one of the most honest like peer pressure things I've ever seen. Not in the sense like in the dare videos where they're like, what are you not cool, man? Yeah. Like that's never happened, but it just ends up like, oh, I don't want to sit here alone. It's just all your buddies going into a room. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. I like that one a lot too. It just seemed like a, like a more real, real thing. And when I was watching it, I was like, go dude, go Emilio. What are you doing? Go fuck your dad, dude. Go smoke some dope. Do you guys remember when drugs were scary? Like, I think I could. I think someone could like shoot up heroin next to me, and I'd be like, "Hey, do you, brother?" <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I'd probably I'd be like, "Carry on." I'm gonna get out of here, but you do you. Yeah, well, that's what. Like, I remember one time, I, I my brother, I heard my that my brother did coke, and I like wanted to beat his ass, and then like cut to like maybe like eight months later, like I did some coke and i was just like oh you know it's not it's not too bad you know yeah coke's not a problem until unless you get a ton of money and then and then you can buy a ton of it then it becomes a problem yeah see that's the thing is i don't have a ton of money so i'm not constantly buying it so it's it's perfect that's why i I never want to be rich you know (laughs) i think robin williams had a joke that said like cocaine is god's way of saying that you're making too much money or like being addicted (laughs) to cocaine 
That's a good you know, bit. There's a part of this movie that I think about frequently, and it's that Emilio Estevez taped a guy's ass together. Yeah. And it ripped some skin. And it was hairy, and it ripped the skin off, and that's why he's in detention. And taping his ass together does he go all the way around or does he do strips and tries to like squish the cheeks together and <laughs> yeah. then like put them together i'm guessing he like squished the cheeks but i feel like that's just so much extra work people are like hey man what are you doing he goes no this is hilarious and he's like <laughs> well, he, he's holding well, he's, with his knees together hold his cheeks together <laughs> he said he wailed on him so he was probably sitting on him and then yeah. sitting on his face but the backside of it sitting on his head part of me okay and then just just going, I mean, he, he was probably ripping it with his teeth. So he would go boom and then put it on the ass and then lick his finger, rip the tape, ass, mm-hmm. tape, ass, tape, ass, finger, mouth, tape, ass. Yep. And his boys were there too. So they probably, they could have helped him out. They're like, yeah, man, this rules. <laughs> this yeah. is fun. Tape that <laughs> ass, this, dude. This is a really fun thing that we're doing. Yeah, maybe Armand's school was more like this because it was like a prison or something, but this yeah. is such an unrealistic high school experience for me with all the separate crews. Yeah. Like not knowing each other or just being so mean to each other. That's insane. Yeah. People weren't mean at your high school? Not like bullying. Like bullying wasn't really going on, I don't think. Oh, uh, bullying. There was for sure bullying, but it was never like to the point where like people were beating up like nerds. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no that's was, right. yeah. No one was getting their asses taped. They were just getting dicks in their pockets. <laughs> yeah. You know, the lesser of two evils, I would say. <laughs> we, uh, like, the worst thing that I saw on a day-to-day basis, and this isn't even that bad, uh, was you'd be walking with your stack of books, and then someone would just check them, like, book check, I think they called it, and they just knock yeah. them all out of your hands. Yeah. That happened to me uh, all the time. I got so good at holding books in high school, dude. <laughs> they just come up. That was such a power move when somebody would hit the books and I'd just like hold it like Rocky and uh, freaking Drago and like hits the, the gloves. Nothing happens. Yeah. And I go, I will break you. <laughs> <laughs> we used to, uh, did you guys ever do the, um, like if someone left their, their lock unlocked, we would, you would just like take it out and, put your dick in their locker and wait for them to open it <laughs> you'd hide in the locker <laughs> lock no, yourself no. in you shut your you shut your dick in there you lock it and, stay, <laughs> and then you just like you like have your hand over your face like so they can't see you and they'd be like dude what are you doing He's like i don't know why don't you open your locker <laughs> why don't you put in your code buddy <laughs> I, I, I don't know I, why don't you eat, eat, that burger, eat that burger and find out? <laughs> Let me take my dick out in, in this kid's locker, and then when he shows up, I'm going to call him gay. <laughs> you find out he's out sick that day, and you're there all day. Like, like where the just... fuck is this kid at? <laughs> Where's God. this gay kid at? <laughs> God. God. Why, where is he? Go- What's he doing? That's, he got sent home for being gay. <laughs> come on wait so what were you saying you'd flip their lock around backwards yeah you would turn their lock around and then like put it up or lock it so that way you had to like legit like get on your knees and fucking try to do your lock and then people would be late and get detention <laughs> oh yeah i didn't i didn't even have a lock on my locker i don't think I never kept any. All I had in there was books, and only nerds wanted that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we didn't have any laptops and shit, so yeah, I don't know why people would have clothes. I guess. I mean, like your, your like your coat. Yeah. 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 Your wallet, school, your money. My school had yeah. eleven people in there, so. If and you saw none someone, of them. If you saw someone with a, a second coat on, you knew who you knew who took it. <laughs> <laughs> you like walk hey. down the hall, be like, "Hey, man!" You, or the next day, like, "Dude, that's my fucking coat." <laughs> yeah. my coat? And they're like, "No, that's Johnny Two Coats." <laughs> you moved here from the other. That's his thing. He wears two coats. The principal knows when Eric shows up with no coat, and someone shows up wearing Eric's coat. <laughs> Something's going on. 
same way with dollar bills there wasn't enough there was only like 30 dollar bills in town so Mm -hmm. if someone stole something out of his locker they would know we knew the serial numbers on all the all the dollar bills i like that anthony michael hall had a uh as sheedy called it a a beaver pick in his wallet he had a nudie man those were the days yeah if you wanted nudie picks you had to keep them on you at all times yeah a bv nothing but two bucks and a beaver shot dude and then she says never know when you you might need to jam is that what she said about the beaver yeah yeah he calls it like he's like she'd be so hot in this movie yeah what else is she she in anything notable she no not not really or not that i know of at least yeah, I didn't like. I surprised Home Alone the too. amount of stars. I didn't have all oh, that many. Oh uh, wait, Home wait. Alone Home, it says Home Alone. It says Home Alone Two. Lost in New York. Damn, I thought she was gonna be the villain in Home Alone Three. Ooh, Ooh she pl- yeah. She she plays a uh, a teacher in X Men Apocalypse uh, for Scott Summers, aka Cyclops. Uh, I think she grew up to be a grew up to be a teacher. Ooh. Went back to her high school. Yeah. She got over it. Yeah. She was a ticket agent in Home Alone 2. The New Damn, York dude. Scene. Imagine being like one of the main cast of a Hughes movie and then just getting like a nameless ticket agent in uh in Home yeah. Alone. Well the yeah. funny or that could be her character. Yeah. I thought I thought her and um Bender were the best they did the best out of all everyone. I thought that they were, I mean, they all were fucking amazing, but I thought those characters were cool as fuck. And I think they did a great job. So I'm surprised that she didn't really get anything else after that. I guess, uh, uh, Judd Nelson and John Hughes had a big, uh, big falling out. Ah, afterwards. What else? But yeah, he was good. Um, you can call him. Jack. He was, I'm looking like a word. Oh, he, he got nominated for a Razzie Award which for Worst Actor in the movie From the Hip in 1987. Jeez. The Razzie Award in 1987? We should watch. We should run through all the Razzies. Dude, we should do a Razzie episode. Ah, but that's going to be tough. It's going to go – it's going to really uh, push our our movies all good. <laughs> 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 Let's see what proved the Razzie's wrong campaign. Mm-hmm. He was I'm in. in the, he got nominated in '87 and '88 for worst actor. <laughs> what an awful like! How bad would that make you feel that just they straight up nominate you for worst actor? <laughs> I think someone won, like someone won an Academy Award and a Razzie in the same year. Tom Cruise, baby, Rain Man and Cocktail, or he's nominated for both. Or no, he was nominated in Rain Man was a nominated movie in both categories. I believe. You know what it was? It was Halle Berry, and she went and accepted the Razzie for Catwoman, but had won it for Monster or nope, that was Charlize. Monsters Ball. Monsters Monster, Ball. Is that it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and she went, I think, to the Razzies with her Oscar. That's great. That's yeah. Is that the is that the one where uh, Adrian Brody kissed her and ever like it was a big thing because uh, he shouldn't be doing that? Yeah, because he's doing the he, Jamaican thing. Because he was wearing a Jama- he was wearing a Bob Marley <laughs> wig when he kissed her <laughs> and doing a Sean Paul impression. It was, hey man, Bumbakwai. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys watch that yet? <laughs> Let me try and share. No, I haven't. I'm I'm gonna look it up right after this though for sure. I forgot about it. Jean Paul. So my main uh my main connection, I guess, um, rather than just the actors, it says uh this is in the trivia, but the town takes place in Shermer, Illinois, which is a fictitious suburb of Chicago. And uh he uses it in a lot John Hughes uses it in a lot of movies, such as Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink. National Lampoon's Vacation, uh, but it's actually um, Northbrook, which you guys are, I'm sure, are familiar. Grew up kind of near there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and Northbrook was actually called Shermerville in uh, 1923. So it's kind of based in reality, but like there's like five different movies that all take place in the uh, in the Shermerverse in the Hughesverse. You say Van Wilder or something? <laughs> National Lampoon's uh, Vacation. I think uh, the Dean Dick Vernon was in uh, National or Van Wilder. Yes, he was. He was the, he was the, the the dean, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the the yeah. one who hates Van. Yeah, and then, and then gives him another chance because he has a change of heart at the end, much like Dick. Yeah, he kind of lets yeah. these kids get away with a lot of shit because there's a hole in the ceiling, and I mean Judd Nelson fucking whooped the fuck out of that school. Yeah, Judd Nelson. He also puts his face in Molly's Ringwald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't be doing that. He does. Gets right in there. Yeah, I hope she was seventeen when that was filmed, or they got a. Do you think? Yeah, a stunt stunt beef. Yeah, they had Anthony Michael all talk his dick and wear panties, and then they—that's yeah. how they shot that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, dude! They said that Anthony Michael Hall had a growth spurt during the filming, and was he was shorter at the beginning of the film than he is at the end. Like he's taller really? than Judd Nelson at the end. Uh, so, so some of them say because of, uh, yeah, puberty or whatever. He was only like sixteen. That's so funny. He does like weirdly like sit between his legs. I mean, maybe just because he's got a boner the whole time, I guess. But like, he does yeah. like, cross his legs and sit in weird positions throughout. That could be erection based. That could be explaining his uh, his erections. Yeah, hormones. I'm hoping. I think based off my boners, I think I should be hitting a growth spurt anytime. I was gonna say, yeah, I, sh- I should be hitting six foot anytime. Yeah, I hope at least. You know. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm I'm six foot, but I tell people I'm five eleven. Do you? Yeah, because I, okay. I want him to measure me one day and be like, wow, you're six foot. I'd be like, well, I didn't even know. That's crazy. And yeah. I'd be like, wow, he's so humble. <laughs> see, but you, you, see, but you, can, you, can, you can lie about your height because you're tall. You know, like if you're well, short, but, you can't be like, – I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm 5'10", and then I see a 5'10 girl, and she just well, towers over me. You well, know? That's my but dream. 5'11 dudes are always lying – or 5'10 dudes are always lying and saying they're six foot. So I'd rather be six foot and lie than I'm 5'11". So then if, if, it, if I get called on it, I get to look good on two fronts, that I'm taller than I am and that I didn't even know. That's true. But how do you not know? Though? And then they listen to this. Then they, No, I know. <laughs> and they know I know. <laughs> and I know that they know that I know. Eric measures every day. Yeah, make sure I'm not shrinking. But my, I, uh, my dream is to have a girl like an inch taller than me and then more on the red carpet. She's wearing heels and she's like three, like six ooh, inches taller than me. That's my ooh. dream. That's nice. Yeah, you would – you wouldn't make her. You're both in heels. She's still taller. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing heels. I'm I'm not Tom Cruise. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can climb that tree. There we go. Cool. Do you guys have any uh any more connections? We're at about a about an hour here. Probably wrap it up. I mean, I I guess you could say um for Emilio Estevez, like he also plays hockey as well since. Um, yeah, they're kind of. Uh, I mean, I guess they're kind of in the same with wrestling seasons or whatever. But since he's an athlete or whatever, he played hockey and then um, coaches the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, hit the bottle a little bit, drink a little bit. I know. Yeah. I know. Athlete take after his dad. I know. At, uh, hockey players and wrestlers are both weirdos. So oh my god! Definitely in the same universe. Wrestlers definitely. are the fucking weirdest people I've ever met. Emilio didn't learn his lesson from the breakfast club, which also came out of nowhere. Uh, his son, Bedelia, Emilia Bedelia Estevez. Yeah. Becomes coach Bombay. Emilia Bedelia. His, uh, I think his dad, which you kind of see his dad at the beginning, but we're going to disregard that. His dad is all fucked up from, uh, from going to Vietnam and uh, having PTSD and meeting Marlon Brando uh, and then he comes back and uh, treats his son bad. His, dad, so, Martin, his real dad, Martin Sheen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me and Marlon Brando will fuck anyone up. Dude, Marlon Brando's cool. He is cool. Yeah, he fucked you... Richard Pryor. Hey. He fought... Wait, what happened? Him and Richard Pryor uh, had sex. That's awesome. Yeah. I think at that point... You kind of got to because you need to. You have to if you 
if you're the best at what you do, I think you can only have sex with other people that are the, be- uh, that are the best at what they do. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it's like an it doesn't, unwritten yeah, You're not thing, a man or you know? a woman at that point. You're just yeah. the best. Yeah. You don't have a gender. You're, just, you're made of gold. And you want to taste the other best, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to see if he is actually is the best. Yeah. Or she. He went, up to, uh, he went up to Richard Pryor's dick and he goes, is this thing on? <laughs> he starts doing a little stand-up routine. Yeah. I wonder what that courtship was like. Dude. You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. Is this thing on? <laughs> and, and, and ask to have sex with me. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. What do you think? Wrap it up? Uh, I got nothing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, this is, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen this movie already, but check it out again. It's a great rewatch. Especially right now, uh, it's just it feels it's a good feeling movie, you know, getting winter time and a pandemic and whatnot. So I'd recommend seeing it. Mm-hmm. I give it a I give it two two power fists freeze frame up out of two up in the yeah. air. Yeah, one of the biggest movies ever to that other movies pay homage to. Mm-hmm. Double yeah. fist up, double fist up, one hundred percent. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, check us out. Follow us on Instagram. Check us out on YouTube. All that stuff. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thanks, guys.